Welcome to Big Natural Talents. Okay, hello, Bianteenies on the mic. Um, throw your paws up, go crazy, and you... I hope you're sitting down because don't freak out. You're kind of going to hear something a little bit different. You're going to go, is Conchetta okay? So This you... is Conchetta's new voice. Yeah, she got nodules on her vocal cords and this is what she sounds and like now. And this is what I sound like now. I have nodules and now I sound <laughs> slightly more like a man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, okay. Two things. There's a, true, a truth and a lie there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She has nodules, mm-hmm. um, which... I want to get into with you. I don't really know what they are, but you're a, you're a musician, so I think you <laughs> might have some things to say. Thank you. Um, but no, we are joined here today by Cameron James. Yes. Comedian extraordinaire, friend of the show, replacement Conchetta this week. How are you? I'm uh, honestly feeling the pressure of being a replacement Conchetta because I'm probably more of a Lauren Bonner type. Yeah, absolutely. Our energies are similar. <laughs> <laughs> In uh, the dynamic, in the duo, it is me and you versus Chet and Becky, usually. I am ginger. I am um, sarcastic. Mm, A little bit twisted. A little bit kooky. (laughs) (laughs) A little bit of a Joker type. Heath Ledger style. Mm, mm, Not mm. Jared Leto. Not Joaquin. Or, Or, oh, there's a touch of Jack Nicholson. Maybe a touch of Jack in that I'm a sex pest. Yeah. Wow. (laughs) Is he? Is that coming out? I don't know. I doubt it. I mean, can you really get cancelled for things that you did in the 60s? We'll see. We'll find out. 60s. Wow, he is old, I guess. Yeah, he's old as fuck. Anyway, it's a pleasure to be here. Thanks for having me. It's a pleasure to have you. So, yeah, listeners, um, very sorry. And Conchetta sends her love. I asked her if she wanted to release an official statement. And she said, just say I'm on vocal rest. Um, So that's the official statement. She does have nodules (laughs) on her vocal cords. Um, I think they're little nodules. It sounds like very sexual. You think so? Nodules. Are you thinking because of like nipples? nipples? Yeah, you're thinking of nipples. Teats. She posted like a photo on her Instagram story of... Um, some vocal cords and nodules. I'm not sure if they were hers or not. What? This was ages ago. Oh, well, let me just Google vocal cords with nodules anyway. It was like, I was like, should you post that? Like, people are going to jerk off to it. Like, it's very... What was it like a deep throat image? It looks, it's like, like a, down her mouth. Oh, yeah. it looks like a vagina. It looks like, a, it's like a throat pussy. <laughs> <laughs> Your little cords, they like snip together. Yeah, it definitely looks vaginal. Yeah. But if you're jerking off to that, I mean... You're, you're jerking off to everything. You're jerking off too point. much. And that's kind of what, that's the message I want to get out there. Yeah. Um, Tone it down. Jerk off less people. Yeah. Oh um, my God. Well, we'll get back to the nodules, but actually that leads me to something, um, oh no. which was, I met a guy who um, was saying that he doesn't have a foot fetish, but he like really wanted to get one. He was like trying to get a foot fetish because he was like, well, imagine if you had a foot fetish, like you get to see feet every day. Yeah, okay, so you just get an, a free pass to be horny. It'd be like the thrill of seeing tits or pussy mm-hmm. or whatever, but you mm-hmm. kind of just like get that gift just walking down the street. So for a while he was like, I would really love to have a foot fetish so like I can have that gift. <laughs> Trying to like force a fetish? Yeah. Can a fetish be forced? Well, I don't think it was successful. I don't no, think No, I think you're either into it or you're not. Mm. And also, can I just suggest to this guy, why not just get a face fetish? Why don't you get a personality fetish? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like all that stuff is right there as well. It doesn't have to be feet. 
Yeah, I wonder like how many parts he went through after he realised that the foot wasn't taking. Yeah, like there's so many more visual things that you see every day. Hands. Hands. They're right there. Ears. Mm. Neck. I've heard um quite a common fetish is an armpit fetish. Yeah, I've heard that too. Yeah. I, don't, I don't really get it. Yeah, I've heard about that. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I've heard about it. I don't even know. I don't know about it. Actually, I haven't heard about it. I don't even know what, what you're talking about. That's yeah. so weird. Wait, I have to go. Ew. I have to fucking go. Bye. See ya. Please. <laughs> no, it's like not. I, you can't force it. You just, you're with it. It's like maybe she's born with it, maybe. Mm, born this way. Yeah. It's Gaga style. It's, it's born Gaga, this way. It's born this way. It's, it's rights. It's. Yeah. Or why not hair if you're going to get a fetish? Because hair is quite sexual, don't you think? Yeah, maybe the hair is like, there's so many different kinds of hair. Mm. People probably do have fetishes for different kinds of hair. Yeah. but like We deal with them every day. Yes, I am constantly fighting off fetishists. They're always coming for my locks. First they tease you, (laughs) then they sexualize you. Is that how it works for redheaded females? I think so. Mm. I can't pinpoint when the switch flicked in in my mm. growth in society or mm. whatever, but it was it was hated in high school. It was um, y- as you know in high school. In high school, yeah, when you're a teenager, yeah, being yeah. a redhead is not a cool thing. But wasn't there like um, isn't that also the age where people start being like, uh, maybe I'm just speaking on behalf of boys, mm. but boys start to talk about like. <laughs> Different types of girls, like different genres of girls around that age. Wow. Like, dude, I like blondes. I like redheads. Like yeah, yeah. That kind of chat starts getting thrown around. I reckon primary school maybe you're getting like really? not I, much attention. Well, I think as well my experience was probably um, marred and affected by the cultural influence of Chris Lilly. Oh, uh, yeah, of course. Ranger. Ranger. Ranger stuff. Really? Did he invent the word ranger? It feels like it. To me, I think he did. Did he invent... Uh, doing blackface and Pacific yeah. Islander accents when you're a white guy. And yellow face. Yeah. And brown face. <laughs> he did so did much. Did he invent all that stuff? He invented, he pioneered it. <laughs> <laughs> Say what you want, but he <laughs> took creative risks. <laughs> so did you feel that um, you were not fetishized, you were not no. idealized as a no, teenager? No, no, I don't think so. <laughs> That's probably a good thing. I think it is good. That is, that is a bit like, <laughs> don't you have a joke about that? I do have a joke yeah, about yeah. that. Yeah, about how people, yeah, when they were like, I can't believe no one wanted to fuck me when I was underage. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> it's like, yeah, sweetie, it's there's like, worse things. Yeah, there's way worse things. <laughs> uh, so when did you start to notice the... Uh, Attention. Probably early 20s. Really? I'd say. But I, that could be, you know, partially cultural, partially, you know, mm. my personal journey with um, coming into style, yourself. fashion, and yeah. <laughs> losing approximately 4.5 kilograms. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like always on the knife's edge of the, you know, oh, maybe this is going to get me cancelled. Well, you can <laughs> you say. Because you think like four kilos, it's nothing. Yeah. But actually, it's everything. I feel like I dance on that edge as well. Mm, um, I yeah. walk the I walk the knife's edge. We're walking the line. And then sometimes if I have a good gym week, I look at myself and mm. go, fucking hell, I look great. And mm. then next week I miss one session. I'm like, oh, okay, no, no, no. That's I what I really it. look like. <laughs> yeah, literally last week I said that I was going to try to do intermittent fasting because I um, eat dessert every single day. And I think oh, that's okay. So good. But like... <laughs> It wasn't working for me. <laughs> um, 
And I did it like literally for one day did I succeed and I like got home from seeing a show and I was like, you know what, I'm not going to have cake. <laughs> and then I, next day I was like, I feel so skinny. <laughs> and I ate cake, you know, every other day, but that one day. I uh, uh, Cake is like wild if you're doing cake every day. <laughs> like ice cream and a little chocolate I can understand, but a slice of cake. <laughs> Like it's your fucking birthday. That's the most decadent shit. I know. I mean, normally it's you know, normally it's just like a little bit of chocolate. Or yeah, yeah, peanut yeah. Peanut M&M. Yeah. Or the fun size the Milky Way. M&M. But I did buy. You're picking like... all the chocolates I picked too because they don't feel like they're real treats. It's no. Just like, oh yeah, Milky Way, or it's just peanut M and M's. It's just peanuts. Yeah, peanut M and M's <laughs> is a vegetable with fiber. <laughs> yeah. Milky Way is one of the lowest calorie fun size <laughs> chocolates you can get. Absolutely. Yeah. Sometimes it. I even go Turkish Delight because I'm wow. like, well, it says on there that it has 30% mm. less sugar. It's like a bit of a punishment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like, you don't enjoy it that much. <laughs> I don't really like it. It's not, yeah. I don't really like it. I quite like Turkish Delight. I like every cho- – I think people – I mean, not all chocolates are the best. Mm. But you know when people have a really hardline opinion about like chips or chocolate, they're like, no, I would never eat sour cream and onion chips. And Crazy. I'm like – all chips are yeah. good. I'll eat all of them. Yeah. I will eat everyone. No lolly is like inherently bad. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just, yeah, that's like, I mean, people probably have similar lines on like human morality. Like, you know, no person is truly mm, bad. Can you separate the art from the artist? Can yeah. you separate the <laughs> chocolate? The orange snake <laughs> from the snake community. And like, <laughs> what the snakes have done for us as a whole. I, think I can still, in a pinch, enjoy an orange snake. If the bag was only orange snakes, would I buy it? Probably no. But no. if it was there at a party in a bowl. I'll take it. And the parties <laughs> I go to generally do have lollies laying around in bowls. <laughs> Put it in a bowl in front of me and I'll eat it. Yeah, of course I'll eat it. Obviously, I'm not an idiot. How do you feel about ice cream? Um, I like ice cream. Okay, because... <laughs> okay, pause, because right. you were like, I don't know how I'm going to go with being conchetta on this pod. <laughs> You've absolutely stepped up to the plate by saying, how do you feel about ice cream? Because <laughs> that is something she would ask. So, girlies, oh, if you're worried, you're going to miss her. You're worried. Don't worry. Oh, my God. I just fully <laughs> tapped into my inner conchetta. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, because you'll love this. Uh-huh. I went away... To, I went away up the coast um, last week for a week. Wow, beautiful. Solo week. Oh and when I God. said solo, I mean my wife and dog were also <laughs> there. But it felt like, solo. I, was, it felt like I was solo. <laughs> um, you know, when I'm with my wife, sometimes I feel more alone than ever. <laughs> um, and that's interesting. <laughs> so as a little treat, because it was a little holiday and we're on the beach and yeah. stuff. We decided to have ice cream Sundays every single day of the week. Sundays. Now we made them. You we made, made them? them. So buying ice wow. cream, buying whipped cream, yeah. Milo. In the can? Yes, in the can. Yes. The um we were including Corinthians, you know those wafer oh, stick wow. things. Yeah, yeah. Uh maraschino <laughs> cherries, peanuts, wow. chocolate sauce, chocolate topping, all sorts of shit like that. And we so made good. them every day. Every day. And then of course when I got back, I was and went to the gym again for the first time in a week. I like spewed immediately <laughs> after leaving the gym. <laughs> 
Wow, that's like a biggest loser workout. It was crazy. I was like, I think I'm fine. I feel fine. I'm going to the beach every day. I'm having a huge (laughs) chocolate ice cream sundae every day. Yeah. And then went straight back to the gym, left, walked out of the gym, and then just had to sit down on the street in Newtown for like 20 minutes, just like, I'm going to vomit. And then I got home and did vomit. (laughs) <laughs> I, have, I have a healthy relationship with my body and food, I think. I can tell. Yeah. <laughs> what kind of workout was it? Like I do. Um, hit training? I do like hit training, oh, yeah. See, I, do I, that. Ca- I can't do Like gun to my head. I can't do another burpee in my life. Yeah, there's always burpees. Burpees, you're jumping up on stuff. It's just like pretending you're a kid again and being like, jump up on that thing. Now run over there. Yeah, yeah. All that stuff. I think... Um, I mean, I yeah, I've been get. I like my Pilates and stuff. I've yeah. done my time with the burpees. I feel like when you watch a video of some girl doing burpees on Instagram, um, usually how are you watching these? You know, like Kayla Itzini's <laughs> or something. Trigger warning for that name. <laughs> right. and, and that's obviously the first time we should have put a trigger warning. This insane yeah. episode <laughs> of <laughs> diet culture and whatnot. But anyway, things I'm absolutely not qualified to talk about. Yeah, um, like she just looks like she's just doing it but every burpee I do feels like I am it is a labored action it's like oh I've got to get down it's the worst it's not easy it's not easy (laughs) it's awful and if it was easy everyone would do it everyone would do it and that's actually true yeah yeah so we're really tapping into some wild stuff here we are but that's okay and that's okay and how did we even get here we've gone from you being fetishized as Mm, fetishes nodules to ice cream oh yeah feet was where we were first nodules have you ever what do you because you've sung in um your comedy festival show quite a lot Mm -hmm. the other year Mm -hmm. um i don't mind having a sing you know i uh grew up campfire dreaming of being Mm. a professional rock and roll singer and now i'm a comedian who sometimes will sing yeah yeah and it's just as good and it's just as cool it's just as cool to be a musical comedian i think yeah. It's just as valid. Do I think, have I had experience with nodules? Mm. No, but it was a huge fear for me ever since Cosima DeVito yeah, enlightened course. me as to what nodules were <laughs> whenever that was, 2004 <gasps> or something, three? Yeah, Australian mm-hmm. Idol. I remember that. Cosima DeVito, interesting time in Australian culture mm. and television, probably worldwide culture and television, because I remember she was a perfectly, like, beautiful, pretty, normal woman. Mm-hmm. And wasn't she, like, labelled as, like, unsexy? Because I remember when she did the song Hot Stuff, then Dicko and Mark Holden were kind of like, Cosima, we never expected you to do sexy, but you're <laughs> actually sexy. Like Turns that was out you're sexy they were and like, I'm horny for you. What? And I'm like, this is, like, a, just a woman <laughs> with brown hair in her <laughs> 20s, probably. Yeah, like, that's the like sexiest thing that I can imagine. <laughs> <laughs> what about that isn't sexy yeah. to you? But they were so shocked when she did sexy with hot stuff. But that was, like, exactly what TV was for, yeah. especially reality TV, for, like, 30 years. It was just people being mean to people's faces. Yeah. Like I always remember, what's her name, Susan, um, Susan Boyle. Boyle. It's so funny to me that <laughs> on a singing contest, a woman came out and sang and people were just stunned <laughs> that a kind of normal looking older lady could have a beautiful voice. And it was worldwide news. It was worldwide news. Like, people and she... all around the world were like, look at this lady. <laughs> look, you won't, 
From looking at her, you couldn't tell, but guess what? She's actually got a beautiful voice. She can sing. Like, it would have been crazier if she had, like, amazing tits or something. If she just, yeah. like, came out looking like that and then just flashed Revealed. the audience. Everyone was like, whoa, holy that shit. That would be, that should be, like, Australia's Got Talent, like, 2050 or something. <laughs> just walking out, like, <laughs> sleeper build, that's what they call it. <laughs> just dresses, big yeah. thing. And she's like, oh, hello, my name's Susan. I'm from <laughs> Birmingham. She just drops the dress, rips it off. Banging bod. Rig. Yeah, beautiful rig. Yeah, and like Susan Boyle, she's not, it's not like she had like a deformity or like something crazy. No. She, she looked like, if you saw her at the shops, you wouldn't like bat an eye. Like no. She's just like someone's aunt. Exactly. You know? It was it was actually insane that that was going on <laughs> and that that was acceptable to be like mm. a worldwide viral thing. Like, look at this lady. And yeah. Everyone was calling her ugly and stuff. So Cosima, I think, not quite the same, but copped some of that. Yeah. Paulini, same year. We Paulini. had the Paulini. Huge year for yeah. body shaming on a show. Huge year, huge year. Well, that's even like those pictures <clears throat> of um, Jessica Simpson, the famous ones where she was wearing high-waisted jeans. Mm. And at the time it was like on every magazine that like she was so fat. And then yeah. the, people have like been posting the pictures now recently. And I was like, she looks fine. <laughs> yeah, of course. Yeah. But what about, I mean, like, no one talks about the male version of this. Yeah, who Because w- who I think it's happening guy? now. I think, like, wow. we are currently living in the era of men being incredibly ripped all the time and that causing body dysmorphia issues for guys. Yeah. I think in, in 20 years, people will start to look back on this yeah. and go, why did we let Chris Hemsworth get away with that? There's been like, there's the weirdest standard that has now been set. Yeah, it's, it's insane. Like cra- Zach Efron <clears throat> has talked a bit about it, I think. Oh, really? Because when he did Baywatch and stuff, he like describes his time and he just literally had an eating disorder and he like couldn't drink water all day long to get like vascularity mm. and like this, 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 and it's so much stuff. And it's just like, let's, why have we put the bar up there? Let's I know. bring that bar right down. Because when you watch like old stuff, like 50s movies, and yeah. you see like a shirtless man, like... No one's ripped. No. I remember hearing John Hamm talk about his uh, Mad Men mm. workouts, that he was like, oh, I'm going to have some shirtless scenes. I better go to the gym and get in shape. And then the creator of Mad Men was like, oh, no, no, no. I, people didn't look like that. Yeah. You have to just like, if you want to exercise, just jog and maybe play basketball or football yeah, or something. Yeah, like racquetball. Yeah, just only, you can only do like 50s, 60s exercises. You can't yeah. be like lifting weights and shit. Yeah. So like John Ham's body's just like a normal. He looks great. John Ham's body's like, what, beautiful. And all and everyone's and normal. Is, and normal. And normal is beautiful. <laughs> so do yeah. what you want with that. Yeah, do what you want with that, Australia. Mm. And abroad. Take that. I've got actually what I need to talk about. Okay. Is, I mean, absolutely no one will remember, but at the end of last episode, I teased something. Okay. Um, and this was Conchetta was talking about, and I feel it too, but when she has kind of a task to do or like something on her to-do list, mm-hmm. for Conchetta, it's usually something <laughs> like if she's selling something on Facebook Marketplace and she like has uh, something in her home that she wants to get rid of, mm. she's like consumed by it. She like is every day she's like trying to get rid of this thing and she's like it takes over her whole life if she has something to do. Do you feel that? Do you feel overwhelmed when you have a little to-do list? Oh, I love a list. Yeah. I feel like the list helps me, but I'm – and I always feel overwhelmed mm. um, even though I do so little. Um, it feels like so I much. definitely can't prioritize things. If I have a no. list, I will start at the top, even if that's the least important thing. 
Yeah. And be like, I need to get that thing done first. Yeah. Or like such simple things on the list can like make me feel sick. Like I just had to reply to an email the other day from my accountant. Like I wasn't like I I mean, I what really makes me feel sick is having to actually do my taxes properly, which is what yeah. I do have to do. No, I just added that to my list yesterday. But I just had to reply to this email like that in a fairly straightforward way, but I was still just like, Oh my god. Oh, it's the worst. Yeah. It's because it starts to become real then. Yeah. Um, but I had a friend who was she's like that and she gets obsessed with things and her husband is like a normal a normal guy. Like John Hamm. Like no, like John Hamm. Mm. Um, just a normal Just an average run of the mill, kind of a John Hamm type. Um, <laughs> just your basic guy. Yeah, yeah. Just a go-to Just guy. a classic Don Draper. Yeah. Yeah. And he um, had to get – he bought a few new pairs of pants mm. and he needed to get them hemmed. Um, Hemsworth. He's a Hemsworth too. <laughs> John he's Hemsworth. Not a normal guy like John Hamm and Chris Hemsworth. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Two normal guys. Yeah. Um, and he had to go to the tail obviously because his normal body yeah. requires tailoring. <laughs> But, like, her husband needed to get his pants hemmed. And, like, every day I was, like, hearing from her, like, the torment she was going through that he hadn't had them hemmed yet. <laughs> she was like, I, oh, she was like, I'm going to I'm scream. He said that he was going to get his pants hemmed today. And I'm looking at them. They're sitting on the bench. They're slung over a chair. And he's just in his room playing guitar. And I was like, you need to just let go. Like, this isn't your problem. Like, what's going on? Um, I don't really know where I'm going with this. But anyway, the solution that I gave to her was because she gets angry about her husband's things that he hasn't done, let alone mm. her own things. I was like, you should literally get a box and like write on them, say his name was John. Yep. Just write John's problem and put the pants in the box and you put them away. Get them out of sight. Is this a metaphorical thing or a literal box? I said you need a literal box. Okay. Yeah. And maybe you write things and put because she couldn't get over That's it. That's passive aggression. Yeah. I would not respond well to that. You wouldn't? If my wife just came home one day and was like, look what I've got. And it was a box with <laughs> Cameron's problems written on but it. But what if and she'd, she'd, she'd asked you to <laughs> get your pants hemmed every day for a week before? <laughs> well, I mean, we're talking, I'm not like this guy. I, I, I would get the job done. I'm like, but I like ticking things off. There's so many levels as well where I can't. Like, that's the point that I got to. Because my first point of call was like, they're not, that's not your problem. Like, mm. Just let him, if he doesn't do it, who cares? Yeah, like, but he, she can't let that go. She couldn't let that go. Mm. Um, whereas See, I would just let that go. I think I would let it go. But my darling, beautiful wife, who I never feel more alone than <laughs> when I'm with, <laughs> yeah. um, she can't, she can't like just let things go. Like she could wake up at two in the morning and remember she has to do something and just start doing it mm. rather than just sleep and go, I'll do it in the morning. Yeah. And she gets the shit. She got really annoyed with me because I borrowed my parents' car while they were overseas and went to the beach a lot and it was just filled with sand. And she kept saying, make yeah. sure you vacuum it before they come and pick it up. You're a beach bum. What do I'm you want? beach bum. I'm always hanging out there smoking spliffs. Yeah. Smoking doobies. <laughs> Hanging 10. Yeah. Um, and eventually the day came where they were coming to pick their car up. And the night before mm. I was like, fine, I'll go and vacuum the car out. And I did. And when I did that, I left all the interior lights on in the car wow. and then the battery drained overnight. Well, was she happy with what she'd done? I think she <laughs> was happy that I had left something to the last minute and it had backfired yeah. on me. Paid the consequences. Yeah. I think she felt on some level she thought, see, 
I was right. Definitely, he should have done yeah. this earlier, then we would have been able to deal with the battery or maybe yeah. that never would have happened. And I can, so I guess I can relate to your friend mm. in that way because my wife would also get annoyed with me. But I will say as a counterbalance that I would get really annoyed at a box if well, a box appeared box in my life. If it makes you feel better. Okay. And I don't have a box for my boyfriend either. Okay, boyfriend box. But I didn't know what to do at this point. Hmm. But I think... I mean, I guess like the ultimate thing is he has to then go to an event or something and he doesn't have pants to wear or his pants are a little bit long and he rolls them up. What's wrong with this guy's short legs? I don't <laughs> know. Maybe they were, I think they were like nice pants right. that you need to get tailored. <clears throat> I, mm. This is just a problem. Though. Anyway, but that was, um, Conchetta was just freaking out about things. So my suggestion to her was going to be, you know, if she had this photo frame that she desperately wanted out of uh-huh. her house, it's like maybe you just need like a place to put the things that are like in transition. Okay, yeah, okay, I can see the appeal of that. Yeah. I don't like a box with Cameron's problems written Cameron's on it. Cameron's problems? But I like the idea of a place. <laughs> I think I'm just a bit OCD and I like having... You're a very neat guy, I can tell. put away. Yeah. Yeah. I maybe, I mean, maybe I should make a problem for Lauren's problems and mm. I can put things in there and then every day when I'm f- fussing around... Yeah. I can just pull something out yeah. and fix it. I mean, I kind of have a box of things that I couldn't categorize when I moved house and it's and it is there. How do you feel about this whole Marie Kondo throwing away things thing? <sighs> I mean, I think it's good. I throw away, I mean, because I've moved house like a hundred times in the past 10 mm. years. Like I do throw out a lot of stuff. Yeah. But I do also then like face the consequences of like having thrown something out that I then need. Right? Do you ever do that? You're like, where's that shirt? I threw something out that was a gift that I got and then got called out on where's wow. the gift. Called out. What was the gift? It was a framed artwork mm. that someone gave to me at um, for my 21st. That was so long ago. So long ago. It was hanging around for so long and I never put it up on the wall. Yeah. Was it, what was the art? Had they done it or like what was That's it? where it's sort of bad because, yeah, he had... May he had painted it right. and put it in a frame, but it was like he and he's an artist. He's very talented. Okay, but it was a, like kind of an artwork that he did when he was twenty one or something, and now he's like, it wasn't very good. Yeah, uh, and like his artwork has gotten much better. He doesn't hang your old comedy sets on his wall. <laughs> exactly, he doesn't listen to your first comedy show. I didn't really think. I I think I was maybe being too rash because. I maybe could have hung onto it and kept it in the yeah. storage space or whatever downstairs. But in the moment, I was just like, I don't want this in my house anymore. I don't want this to be a problem. I'm never going to hang this up. Maybe I'll buy one of his new artworks. But yeah. yeah, I got called out. Wow. And when he came around and he was like, he asked where it was. Oh, my God. And, what, I and just, what did you say? I said, oh, it's in the storage cage. He was like, Let's and then see it, it. it kept bringing it up multiple times. And then eventually I just had to cop to it. I said I don't have it anymore. Surely you can be like, oh, moving house. I don't know. We like lost some stuff. Like, I know. I probably couldn't could have Couldn't he said have that. taken – he shouldn't have pushed. No, of course not. <laughs> he knew. I think he must have known all this time that I just was never hanging it up or anything. Yeah, wow. But it wasn't good. It was like a – um, it, it was a painting describe. of a Converse high top shoe. Come on. And I like I wear Converse high tops, but I don't need that no. represented in art form. That changes everything. <laughs> it's like an Avril Lavigne yeah. style. Yeah, very Avril. It was very Avril, very 2000s. It was just the one shoe? One shoe with like loose laces, mm. like hanging hither and thither. 
And was it in colour or? Yeah, like really poppy colours, like bright green, red. What colour was the shoe? The shoe was also multiple colours. Yeah, and there was like bits of patchy other canvas that he'd cut out and stuck onto it. So it was like oh, textural. Working in collage Yeah, as well. yeah. It was a textural it's mixed piece. media piece. It was mixed media. <laughs> and um, I remember really like being grateful for it when he gave it to me on my 21st birthday. Yeah. But then also never wanting to yeah. make the effort to display it. That's a lot. And did he draw like, did he write the brand name on the shoe or was it just like kind of vaguely? It had the star. Just had the star? Yeah. Okay, well, that's a stylistic choice. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I don't think he had the word Converse written on there. Think, that would have been the nail in the coffin. Yeah, yeah. But it just, it it was very emo or like indie Yeah, it's like very vibe. of its time. Mm, mm. And you left that time behind. You yeah. kind of shed your skin since I, then. Yeah, I blossomed. I moved away Evolved. from the indie scene, the emo scene. I yeah. moved into like rock. dance punk, <laughs> rock, and then a bit of nowadays new soul R&B sort oh, yeah. of vibes. And now he makes really nice art. It's like pictures of Newcastle and stuff. I'd oh, buy one nice. of those. Yeah, give me one of those. Well, I wonder if he'll even sell it to you now. Or if yeah. he'll be like, I mean, you're going to throw it away. This is like a He's curb a episode, you know. Yeah. <laughs> 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 and then if you buy his art now, like you, that's a lifelong Now I have to commitment. display it. You really yeah. need to love it. I know. I really would have to put it up. Yeah. I can't fuck around with that one. Well, the music chat there just leads me to something I wanted to bring up with you as well because you're a music guy. Have you seen these this footage of the Las Vegas Sphere, the U2 concert? I've seen some of it. How are you feeling about it? Um, I think it looks cool. I think I'm like less of a tech guy. Like I'm Same. not really that mm. impressed by new technology and the mm. event space. More just like, <laughs> like it looks know, cool, but give me six strings. <laughs> And a solid oak neck. Three chords and the truth. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Some, you got something to say. You got drums. You got bass. Yeah. Um, yeah. Simple guy. Can you rock out on the dance floor? Then that's a bonus. Yeah. But when the like when a whole thing is marketed as, hey, check it out. We got these like sick cameras and it can mm. project stuff all around you in 3D. I'm like, yeah, I obviously think that's cool, but it's not a priority in my life. No. And it's also like. I don't know, it's like projection mapping. And I'm like, okay, cool. Well, now people with like that digital media degree from art mm. school, they'll be happy about this. Yeah, it's employed a few people. There's a maybe. place for them to go. Yeah. I My biggest thing that I noticed about seeing the footage of the dome was when they were projecting a lot of the stuff, like it just seemed like the whole room was just like brightly lit. Yeah, that was weird. They were just like in a fully lit room. And mm. I was like, there's a reason you want Not much darkness. vibe. Yeah, it's <laughs> yeah. actually killing the vibe. And I wonder if people thought that. And I wonder if they were like, yeah, actually this was a mistake. It was too bright. Too bright. Yeah. I, I Overwhelming. I think like I went to Splinter in the Grass this year mm-hmm. and – there's nothing wrong with old school, just like lasers. Lasers. Everyone are sick. had fucking lasers. Wow. Like Lizzo, who I guess headlined the first night um, or the second night or whatever. Yeah. Rest in peace. Yeah. Before the fall. I actually have said this on the record, but I became pro Lizzo that weekend. And that was about wow. a week before she got cancelled. What? Did, I mean, <laughs> coincidence? <laughs> You're, just, you're drawn to it's like I was the souls. last person to become a fan, and that was the thing that tipped the scales into. Actually, we need to take her down. Yeah, they were <laughs> like, actually, too many straight white guys <laughs> are into this chick. Um, but yeah, like 
and yeah, I was a bit high. I will say that, but I was mesmerized by the lasers. I yeah. couldn't take my eyes off the fucking lasers. So maybe that's all it should be. Like lasers was peak concert technology. Yeah. After that, I don't need a sphere. Yeah. Imagine looking at a laser and being like, I can do better. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think you can. I don't think anyone can. I don't think you can. Unless, unless that laser beam was attached to a freaking <laughs> shark See on its head. That I can get on board with. A bit of Austin Powers Austin chat. Austin Powers reference. Got to yeah. throw that in when Cam's on yeah, the phone. Yeah, you got it. It's respectful. All right. How, I've got a little bit of gossip and then we'll wrap up there. Okay. I'll save the other gossip that isn't based in something I saw on TikTok for later. But there's an influencer in the Gold Coast and I didn't really know who she was until I saw her on TikTok and she was posting these videos. And she lives with her ex-boyfriend and her current boyfriend. And all of her videos were just like, hey, like we're making lunch today. It's so crazy. The craziest thing is me and my housemates have um, different lunches. So this is Kane and he had potatoes for lunch. I was like, what the hell? Anyway, he's my ex-boyfriend. And then my boyfriend had a salad, which was so weird. And I was like, "What? Are you? there's an <laughs> elephant in the room. Yeah, has she addressed that? I mean, I so that was what I was getting into anyway. So because I did a little TikTok about it and mm. some girlies were like, you've got to talk about this. So I tried to do some research and again, and I've said this is all before, but like, do you ever worry? Like, I mean, I try not to talk about anyone by name. Mm. <laughs> That's so funny. I name drop every single day. <laughs> I'm always so confidently like having opinions on yeah, people yeah, yeah. that I will absolutely meet. Or oh meet. man, I, I get caught every time. <sighs> every time. Anyway, but um. Like, she's an Australian influencer on the Gold Coast, so it's like, she's around, like someone's going to know her. We could run into her next time we're up there she's, doing yeah, based comedy. She could come see a based comedy gig. <laughs> she could be at the Dog and Parrot <laughs> seeing comedy. She could be vlogging it. So this guy's fucking bombing on stage right now. Anyway. I'm here with my housemate, <laughs> who's my ex. And my ex loved it. But <laughs> <laughs> he's so random. That's why we broke up. Ah. <laughs> But anyway, her name's Sarah Betts, if you want to look her up. But I did check, and she has, like, 2 million YouTube followers. So I think she's big enough that we can, like, talk about her, like, sure. a celebrity. It's not, like, just a girl on Instagram that I'm attacking or yeah, something. Yeah, that's a celeb. And I'm also not attacking. She seems perfectly nice. She's also very young, I think. And um, she's just living life. With her ex. Life. Yeah. And I don't know about that. I think it's crazy. Mm. And she did a mukbang video with her ex where they were eating mm. pizza. And I watched it on double speed so I could kind of get How long was the video? It. it was only six minutes. However, I still needed the double speed. I still couldn't really Yuck. give that my time. Um, but it was a questions episode. So I just want to address the questions that she asked. So, cause mm. I, so someone asked, like, how long did you date for? How long do you think she would have dated like an ex that she could now live with? That she's living friend? with. Yeah. It feels like that would have to be a short relationship, like less than six months. It was years. They dated for years. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> really? Yeah. How? Like, I don't even. It would, they dated for years. And when they broke up, she like called her dad to tell her dad that they're broken up. And he was like, hey, I've got some news. Um, and her dad actually thought that she was going to say like that they're getting engaged. <laughs> oh my God. But she was like, no, he broke up. And he was just like, oh, that's so random. <laughs> That's crazy. And then how long has she been with the current guy for? Uh, I'm not sure on that because, again, this mukbang video was like a few years ago. Mm. So she's maintained a friendship with him for quite a while as well, post-breakup. The boyfriend seems kind of new and he's like in way less videos than the ex. I would hate to be that guy. I can't. I want to hear his side of the story. I'm mm. just, what's going through his head? Yeah. You know? She's vlogging with her ex every day. Is her ex in all the videos? 
He's in a lot of them. Mm. And her boyfriend is in a few. He kind of pops up. He's like, seems like a quiet guy. (laughs) (laughs) He's just quiet and a bit shy and probably hates the fact that he has to live with his partner's ex. Um, Wow. So some other questions people Mm. ask. Well, this was a while ago. Who knows what's happened since... Someone asked if they'd hooked up since um, they broke up. Well, good and question. They said no, absolutely not. Mm, but this we just is, vlog now. Yeah, well, this is where it got interesting, though, actually. <laughs> okay. Um, because they were then talking about their sex life when they were together, and people were like, what was your sex life like? And they both said, like, straight up, they were like, we, like, didn't really have much sex. We were just, like, besties vibes. We were just mm. best friends. So, I mean, now I'm thinking, like, I came into this, like, really being, like, Who's this mm. crazy? But now I'm like, maybe they were just besties. Yeah. And she seems nice. Yeah. And maybe I'm a bitch. Maybe that's the lesson that you need to yeah. accept here is that you are a, B- a B-I-T-C-H. I'm a hater. Yeah. yeah. hater. Yeah. Um, And the worst fight they had ever had, it was either when they were filming DIY videos or at Coachella. So there you go. <laughs> <laughs> That's the tea. What is their brand? I, I can't no even idea. wrap my head around it. We're like, are they a festival couple or are they a DIY couple? Can you <sighs> be all those things at once? I don't know. I'm really because I get served some of these these kind of vloggers, and I think the vibe is just like running around and like going to cafes and like kind of having fun <laughs> and like loving just the life. Gold, sto- gold Coast lifestyle. On the Gold Coast, and it has yeah. to be on the Gold Coast, and like that's where it works, and like I can see why. Yeah, that's what you do when you're up there. That's how I feel when I'm up there. True, living there would be so overstimulating. It would. You would just be like, today I went to Zarafas. It was so crazy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I got a frappuccino. Every day yeah. I'd be at Wet and Wild. Yeah, I'd be sprinting from Wet and Wild. Back to work or yeah. whatever would be so stressed. I'd have so to like stressed. go on a water slide every three hours like, yeah. for my brain chemistry. Like, yeah. It would be like an antidepressant <laughs> kind of thing. I'd have to like take six Dexies, go on a water slide, <laughs> come back, do a few hours of remote work, Yeah. go to Pacific Fair. Yeah. I love Pacific Fair. Shout out to Pacific Fair, guys. Yeah, I love the Gold Coast. It's actually oh, one of my favorite places. I haven't been in places. so long. I've got to go. I'm I miss go. it. So... Oh, I had another question about this couple. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So I was going to say what I get served Mm -hmm. is couples that prank each other all the time. That's fun. Do you ever see those? I do. Sometimes. But they usually like the man is really mean to her. Oh, right, right, right. These are all really, I think, really fake. Okay. Like it'll always be... Um, a girl and she set up a GoPro in the car and it'll be like, I prank my boyfriend by telling him um, that we owe a million dollars to the government or whatever. And then she's like, so babe, I have something to tell you. Um, I found out from the tax office that we actually owe a million dollars. And then he's like, what? Oh no. And starts crying. And then she's like, I'm kidding. And he's like, oh God, you're so funny. Wow. It's awful stuff. That's crazy. I I see them every day. Either that man understands really nothing about taxation (laughs) or he is earning a lot of money and he is not. Well, that's revenue. That's the rev that you make on YouTube. Well, yeah. Yeah. And Patreon. Well, you would have to pay tax on that. Yeah. As we know. Can we stop bringing up tax? I'm really scared. Okay. We're going to wrap it up for that I don't want to this week. On that note. <laughs> <laughs> On the tax note, guys. Okay, guys. The deadline's really coming up. <laughs> so we're going to go away now and do some spreadsheets. We've got to get our invoices in order. 
I, what's going on? I'm freaking out. All right. Do you have anything to, to promote, Cam? Um, yeah, just follow my Instagram if you like, at I am Cameron James, and I put all this stuff up there, live shows and podcasts and all that stuff. Hey. All on there. Cool. Yeah. All right. Thank you. Bye.